Hi, everyone. Welcome back to my Spiritual Balance YouTube channel and my Spiritual Balance podcast. I am back to talk about the month of October. We have a huge month ahead in October. It's a really pivotal month. Um, October really sets the tone for next year, specifically March of next year. Lots of things happening this month will uh, prepare us for where we're going in March of next year. So we begin the month in eclipse season. Um, we had the new moon in Libra on September 25th. That was the official initiation into eclipse season. The next new moon that we will have will be a solar eclipse in Scorpio. So yeah, this, like I said, <laughs> this month of October is going to be pretty extreme for a lot of people, definitely on the world scale. Things are going to be big. It's going to we're going to see lots going on. It's going to have a really big effect. Um, so part of why this is happening is eclipse season, of course. Eclipses bring faded, destined events. Things are changing. Things are evolving. I like to think of eclipses a lot of times as a course correction. So if something is not for us anymore, if we've outgrown it, if we've become stuck or stagnant along our path, eclipses kind of uproot us and this can often be something shocking or um you know things that we didn't see coming something suddenly falls into place or falls apart and as hard as it might be in the moment we have to trust and uh, i've seen that as we move forward things fall back into place in a way that's more appropriate and more fitting for our lives. Eclipses are also a time when people can come into our lives and leave our lives. So this can also show up in the form of births of new babies and new, new projects, new life, but also death. So, you know, people definitely leaving. It is a Scorpio eclipse and Scorpio is the sign of death, rebirth and transformation. So, you know, that obviously that would be hard for a lot of people, but um, I just, I really believe that we never lose that emotional connection to our loved ones. So they're still available for us to talk to and to connect to and to remember and love. So, um, yeah, so hopefully that's not a big theme of, of loss and death, but it, during eclipse times, this is just what happens. The veil between the worlds is thinner. So souls that have been hanging on can go out and then souls preparing to for life can come in. So also what we have happening in the beginning of October is we have the final closest Saturn Uranus square. So we were dealing with the Saturn Uranus square all of last year. We dealt with it mid February, uh, June, and then December of 2021. So Saturn and Uranus are both back at 18 degrees. Saturn is in Aquarius. Uranus is in Taurus. So this is a fixed square, meaning that this is why we've seen so much change in the world throughout 2021. Um, you know, like the great resignation or food shortages and just, you know, discomfort having to change our established structures, having to innovate into the future instead of just letting things kind of continue how they've been. And um, that Saturn Uranus square says whatever doesn't bend breaks. And so we want to go with change. We want to move with change. Uranus is traveling with the North Node this year. So we really want to, um, anything that's being like disrupted or uprooted, anything that's falling apart, <laughs> combusting, 
we want to kind of flow with that. And I know that sounds like counterintuitive and maybe counterproductive initially, but Uranus is shaking things up because we need to innovate to get to where we need to be in the future. So, um, and Uranus is the great awakener. So, you know, many people are awakening to, um, to new value systems because Uranus is in Taurus. So new value systems about our pleasure, what we enjoy, people realizing they don't enjoy their jobs anymore. And that feeds into that great resignation. We're changing the structure of our lives. So lean into change, lean into growth. It's scary. It's uncomfortable. That's what the eclipses are doing as well. So this is saying that October is that pivotal month, like time to pivot, time to change. Also happening in October, we have Pluto stationing direct right before the Aries full moon. So this will definitely, you know, be intense. Um, and I love Pluto as a planet. I don't really mind Pluto. I, I like the intensity of Pluto. So, you know, um, just it's a time of like digging deep, going within and Pluto is moving forward now. So again, um, this is a big theme in October setting up what's going to be coming in March of next year. So what happens in March of next year is that Pluto will leave Capricorn for the first time since 2008. So, so Pluto takes 245 years to go around the entire Zodiac. So this is a once in a lifetime change that we will see that Pluto is going to be moving into Aquarius. Pluto will retrograde back into Capricorn to finish up its work there over the next few years, but Pluto will eventually move forward into Aquarius for good, for true. And um, like I said, it's a once in a lifetime aspect that we've been having. So the Capricorns that have been getting dragged and transformed and changed um, since 2008, when Pluto entered Capricorn, now the Aquarians are going to start to see um, this breakdown, this change, this need for growth. And so, of course, this is a generational change as well. So we're going to see like the children being born once Pluto moves into Aquarius. They're going to have a different mission. They have a different soul purpose. Pluto is about our soul's evolutionary journey. So these children are coming in to really take us into the future while still, um, you know, keeping the important things from the past. But it, it's going to be a really interesting time. It's a major time. Um so yeah, <laughs> we are we're certainly changing and, and transforming. And that's what Pluto wants us to do. Pluto's going to break down what's no longer working. And the best way to deal with Plutonian energy is through that surrender. But not surrendering like your, um, your like solidarity. So we're not, we're not uh, surrendering our sovereignty Pluto actually is teaching us how to reclaim our soul sovereignty, but it's through those struggles. It's through like killing that, uh, that part of the ego that is no longer serving us. So also happening in the month of October is that Saturn will station direct. So another theme setting up in October for next year for March is that Saturn is going to station direct in the sign of Aquarius. Once Saturn stations direct, we start to ease off of that Saturn Uranus square. But when Saturn stations direct, Saturn will be moving into the sign of Pisces in 2023 in March. So again, this big theme of March being a huge month for everyone next year. So just like mark March on your calendar for next year, that like big changes. And um, so when Saturn moves into Aquarius, this is going to feel really significant because Saturn has been 
in its rule in its proper in its current ruling sign, but also in its ancient ruling sign since 2020. So Saturn entered Capricorn in 2020. Um, we had the whole, you know, the whole world shut down, the whole uh, COVID explosion. And so Saturn rules the sign of Capricorn. So that's a lot of why everything was so literal. And then Saturn also is the ancient ruler of Aquarius. Before Uranus was discovered, the modern ruler of Aquarius, Saturn ruled the sign of Aquarius. So it's interesting that we've been dealing with the Saturn-Uranus square, the ancient and modern rulers of Aquarius battling each other, probably for territory over the sign of Aquarius, because when Pluto moves in there next year, um, you know, Pluto will totally change the terrain. So maybe those planets have been battling to see um, who Pluto will have to answer to to make the changes or, you know, um, it's just interesting to observe. So this like this pressure, this weight, this restriction, this need for structure and control really changes a lot when Saturn enters the sign of Pisces because Saturn in Pisces is boundless. The sign of Pisces rules the ocean. It's as far as the eye can see. So, you know, it's, um, it's just a huge, it's a huge change. It's a huge time of um, like diminishing boundaries, diminishing structures. Um, and, you know, that boundary thing is going to be a really big deal when Saturn enters Pisces, but we'll get more on that later on. Um, also happening in the month of October, if we didn't have enough already, is that the planet Jupiter will retrograde back into the sign of Pisces. So Jupiter has been in Aries since May 10th. And um, now towards the end of October, Jupiter will retrograde back into Pisces to wrap up that Piscean theme that Jupiter was working with last year and early this year. So um, Jupiter is the ancient ruler of Pisces. And so Jupiter will go back into being co-present. So it won't meet up with Neptune again, but Jupiter and Neptune are also, again, the Jupiter, the ancient ruler of Pisces, modern or Neptune, the modern ruler of Pisces. So these plans coming back together, it brings like a by sign conjunction. So it's just interesting again, that, um, these planetary rulerships are are working through things, you know, like they're having the meeting, like, okay, I'm going to stay in charge of Pisces, you move ahead next year into Aries. So yeah, it's, there's a lot of um, checking in, checking back, um, kind of like recalibrating happening um, in October, again, setting the tone for next year. Uh, at the end of October, we will have... Um, uh, the Venus Kazemi. So Venus will meet the sun and at 29 degrees of Libra. This is a really big deal because over the past hundred years, Venus has been meeting the sun in the fixed signs. So, um, so this is the first time in a hundred years that we have Venus meeting the sun in, in a cardinal sign Libra, but also Venus is at home in Libra. Venus rules the sign of Libra. The sun is in fall in Libra. So that's interesting that the planetary rulership, uh, Venus and Libra being very strong, but then the sun and Libra being a little weakened, that they can come together and support each other. So this will be a really magical alchemical moment, especially for women and love and relationships. And then right after that, we have the Scorpio uh, solar eclipse. So that's, it's intense. The following, not the following day, a couple days later, we have Mars stationing retrograde in Gemini. So this Mars retrograde has been, it's, it's a huge theme for the year. It will really flavor the autumn and winter seasons. Mars 
retrograde in Gemini can just bring a lot of trouble and problems with those Gemini topics like communication, learning, understanding each other, um, elementary education, just education in general, um, a lot of issues with roommates, siblings, neighbors. So do your best to, to keep the peace, to bring love, to try and work through those communications. Um, Mars and Gemini is not all bad. I have Mars and Gemini in my chart. I'm actually a huge fan of it. It does kick up some trouble from time to time, uh, whether from me <laughs> or, um, you know, my chart attracting in those Mars and Gemini themes. So I've seen, you know, it goes both ways with the planets. Um, but Mars will be retrograde until next year, until January 11, 2023. So we're in it with this Mars retrograde energy. So let's learn what Mars wants to teach us. Mars in Gemini wants to teach us something. Mars is the god of war. Gemini is about communication. So this is going to be a lot about conversations and negotiations and debating it out and uh, um, again, like I like that energy. <laughs> so I kind of like to talk things through until we can either agree, agree to disagree. And the cool thing about Gemini energy is that it can see many sides. It's multifaceted. Um, that Gemini energy can really switch gears or, you know, sometimes Geminis get in trouble because they can see everyone's side. So they're considered two-faced because when they're speaking to any one person, it's like, well, this makes sense from, from you, from your perspective. And then they speak to someone else and they make sense too from their perspective. So then the Gemini energy is kind of left with all this information and maybe people getting a little annoyed that they can't like pick a side and stick there. But that's not what Geminis do. Geminis collect all of the information and kind of sift through it. And, you know, I, I find that, um, you know, as with my Mars and Gemini, Sun and Gemini, I don't need to make other people right or wrong. Of course, there are some things I do have my hard lines, but for the most part, you know, people and their opinions, just do what you do. It doesn't need to affect me and my beliefs, my opinions don't need to affect others as well. And, and we can all just share information and get along or stay away from each other. So um, anyway, <laughs> back to October and what's happening. So as we begin October, the Saturn Uranus square is like at the door. So they're both at 18 degrees. This will be um, it's in most prominent the first few days of October. So anything that was changing or evolving from last year, anything that wasn't quite wrapped up or dealt with, we get like the final cut, we get the final shift now. So Again, this is about structure and order and innovation towards the future, great awakening, changing our work, changing our structures, changing our value systems. So this is where, you know, maybe people that have been like holding on, people who have wanted change but haven't quite made the change yet. This can be a time and this month can definitely be a time where they're like, I'm done. I've, I've had enough. I'm good. Like, let's move along. And um, yes, <laughs> it's like I said, it's intense and especially because there's such a, a heavy emphasis on the Libra energy, especially actually for most of the month, because since September, we had Mercury in Libra um, doing its retrograde thing, opposing Jupiter. Uh, Venus picks up that tone this month. So it's, and we're not finished. We still have one more Mercury Jupiter opposition. So or no, I think we've already had that one, but still we're having lots of planets between Libra and Aries and that opposition energy, which is the relationship axis. So there's lots of things about relationships happening. I will say that during eclipse season, 
um, that there could be a lot of breakups or partnerships ending because eclipses, again, they course correct us. And it is said that whatever ends on or around eclipses are permanent. They can come back in, but usually under another eclipse, usually in the same sign or if it swears that sign. So like if it's a fixed eclipse, maybe that can bring it back in. There will be a lot of back and forth. So things that even though endings could be final during this time, because Mars is retrograde, we can have a prolonged, like those like long breakups where like, you know, it's over for sure, but then you drag yourself through the dirt to, um, to have closure. <laughs> so I know I've done this, I've been guilty of this too, but um, save yourself, like let the back and forth be you and your therapist or, um, you know, if there's like a codependent situation. And this is another thing about October is that towards the end of the month, especially things get wild. Things can be very violent, very volatile. Um, all of the planets in Libra square Pluto and Capricorn and this can really turn out to be a dangerous energy and with Mars retrograde or Mars preparing to retrograde and Mars will be in a square to Neptune throughout its entire retrograde mental health issues can really just be on tilt there um, so if you're struggling if you know anyone that's struggling we're already seeing the themes coming up so anything that you've been worried about or keeping your eye on this Mars retrograde time this month, this eclipse season will, will really um, just expose it even further. So if you don't feel safe, if you um, are worried about someone that maybe they're not safe, like be proactive about it. It's, this is not a time to mess around. So anyway, again, back into October. So yeah, October 1st and 2nd, we have that Saturn Uranus energy um, getting as close as they as they possibly will this year. They both are at 18 degrees, but they're about 30 minutes apart. So it's not considered an exact conjunction, but by degree, it's exact. It's close enough. We're feeling it, the world all around us, like the world is going crazy with the news and everything happening, different countries and um, the war drums sounding. So um, also very important this month to stay calm, stay centered, stay peaceful, find that calm center, do lots of meditation. I've found meditation and stretching to be incredibly helpful already to keep myself balanced. So maybe that can like overflow to, to you all. So um, October 1st, we have Venus in Libra in opposition with Jupiter in Aries. So again, this storyline of the relationship axis, um, Venus is in the sign of Libra. It's her home sign. It's her ruling sign. So Venus is very strong in Libra. And Jupiter in Aries is also very passionate. So this could be a time when um, people can come together, relationships can come together. It's a very beautiful time. It's like, you know, I want to be with you. It's that come together connection time. On the flip side, though, Jupiter can, and, you know, on the positive let me clarify on the positive side jupiter expands whatever it touches so it's like more love more beauty more romance but jupiter is a benefic 95 percent of the time that other five percent is about if we're on our spiritual path or not so if jupiter is seeing that things are not fair it's you know things are not imbalanced this partner is not the right person for you if you've already been having relationship problems relationship dramas Jupiter will expand this topic. Jupiter is like, we have to learn. We have to see it. We have to get it right in our minds. So 
Um, yeah, this is, this can be a really intense time if things have not been going well in relationships. So, um, like I said, pace yourself, center yourself. And if you're going to act, act from the heart, act from your, your true intentions. Don't let other people's, um, crazy energy pull you in or suck you in because we we're responsible for ourselves. We are responsible for our own reactions. So we have to be responsible in that way. We have to like take charge and, uh, uh, the Libra energy is about balancing the scales. So are your relationships feeling balanced? Are they feeling fair? Are they feeling even? Does anyone feel taken advantage of or not heard? This is a really good time to address these issues because they're going to be up all month long. So no one gets to escape from, from this, you know, relationship, partnership energy. And this is not just about romantic relationships. Anyone that you're in partnership with, anyone that you're in any sort of relationship with, these issues are up. So on October 2nd, Mercury stations direct in Virgo. This happens early in the morning. Mercury stationing direct in Virgo is strong because Mercury is at home in Virgo. So Mercury is ready to go. Mercury's done its work. Its bags are packed. It's organized. It's, it's taking care of all the details. Mercury's ready to move ahead. So I do think that we'll see these, um, these topics around the Mercury retrograde issues or drama kind of come back online a little more quickly. Also on October 2nd, we have the second quarter moon. So we're building up towards this very powerful Aries full moon that we'll be having in a in next week. So, um, so we're growing, we're building. On October 6th, we have Mercury in Virgo in a trine with Pluto and Capricorn. This is a fantastic aspect for, um, for cleaning things out, for clearing things out. We want to, Mercury's now moving forward. Pluto is saying, let's get things out the door. So if you've been cleaning out your closets, if you've been getting ready for the holidays and realize that you have a bunch of stuff that you don't really resonate with anymore, donate it, take it to Goodwill, where, wherever you get things out of the house, um, just move it out, get it out. Any clothes that don't fit anymore, pass them along. Um, this is a really great aspect for, for cleaning up your act and for getting prepared for the holiday season coming very soon. It's right around the corner. On October 7th, we have the sun in Libra in an opposition with Chiron in Aries. So this is where we're getting into the full moon energy. Um, this Aries full moon can be very healing, but it can also be really triggering. So again, um, if people are struggling with anger, frustration, um, it can really come to a head at this time. Try to try to keep it on the healing side. Get the help that you need. Um, talk to someone if you're angry. Get a punching bag. Exercise. Whatever it is, try to use the energy on the positive side. So the sun in Libra opposing Chiron in Aries. Um, this can just be realizing that maybe a partnership is no longer appropriate. Maybe that partnership is doing more harm than good. On the positive side, maybe you connect to a, a healer, a massage therapist, uh, you know, an astrologer, maybe you connect to someone that you can do some real deep soul healing with. So again, like if you're feeling like if you're, if you're moving in one direction, that's hurting you, maybe stop, recalibrate and, and pivot. That's the, the theme of the month is pivot. So on October 8th, uh, Pluto will station direct in the evening. Uh, Pluto is preparing to leave Capricorn. Pluto is like, all right, I've been doing my work in Capricorn since 2008. And Pluto and Capricorn has really been highlighting um, the issues around government and leaders 
um, politicians, corporations, uh, bosses, authority figures, anyone that we give our power to um, is, is under the rulership of Capricorn. So since 2008, Pluto's been in this area, just exposing a lot, sharing a lot, changing a lot. And so Pluto is preparing to move into Aquarius in March. So we get a big, um, again, a big pivot. We, we, you know, we move forward now with Pluto and Capricorn. So on October 9th, we have the full moon in Aries at 16 degrees, 33 minutes of Aries. And so the moon will also be in the opposition with Chiron during this full moon. So um, the sun is in Libra with Venus, near Venus at least. And then opposite, we have the moon and Chiron. So great healing potential on this full moon. Um, this can be a time of, of passion and love and shamanism and deep healing. So keep it there. On the flip side, this can be angry, ugly, feisty, really hurtful. So no one wants that. We don't need that. There's enough of that in the world. Let's not go there, please. On October 10th, we have Indigenous Peoples Day. Happy Indigenous Peoples Day. And we have Venus in the opposition with Chiron. So the sun opposed Chiron. Now Venus is opposing Chiron. Again, um, you know, same theme. This can be very healing if we're using it in that respect. And if we're, you know, if we're trying to hurt someone, if we're trying to hurt and harm our partners, our relationships with other people, this is a, if you want to hurt someone, this is a great day to do it. They'll be wide open for the attack. Um, and again, don't use it in that way. Um, seek healing, seek, seek connection. This is a really good time to connect to people that see you. They see your soul. They see your, they see your wounds and they love you and accept you anyway. Also on October 10th, we have Mercury re-entering Libra. So Mercury has left Virgo now. Mercury's in Libra. Mercury is answering to Venus in Libra, who is at home and strong. So Mercury and Venus are buddying up. They're supporting each other. They're helping each other. And, uh, um, you know, they're, they're working through whatever this Chironian um, healing process or wound is. All right. On October 11th, we have the sun in Libra in an in conjunction with Uranus and Taurus. So this can be um, something shocking, something we didn't see coming, um, something in our values, something in our appreciation, like something doesn't go right. You know, something that's supposed to be nice doesn't really turn out so nice. Um, also on October 11th, we have the sun in Libra in a trine with Saturn in Aquarius. So Saturn kind of comes in and picks up the slack on that Uranus in conjunction. The sun and Saturn are flowing beautifully, harmoniously. There's support, there's love. Um, so this is a really sweet aspect. It's really beautiful and supportive. On October 12th, we have the sun in Gemini in square with Neptune and Pisces. This is a huge theme for the entire Mars retrograde. So this is the first of three squares between Mars and Gemini and Neptune and Pisces. Um, this is where things can get tilted. This is where things can get weird. Um, mental health issues, lies, suicides, unfortunately, uh, just because of the imbalance in, in the brain and our minds. Um, this can be a time of overdoses, illnesses spreading accidents just be really careful and on the positive side <laughs> mars in gemini square neptune and pisces can be great for for writing for learning something new for spiritual pursuits um any of the healing arts is wonderful for this aspect 
um, resting, rejuvenating, like actively healing. So, you know, maybe getting like a sports massage or, you know, something where you're, you're doing healing work that you are, uh, are participating in taking a yoga class is great for the, these kinds of aspects. Um, if you're a writer, especially around like sci-fi or fantasy, this is a phenomenal time. Get busy, get writing. It'll be fun and interesting and adventurous. So, and this is also a great time to get lost in a good book. So use this energy on the positive side, but the Mars square Neptune energy, it's, it is not fun. Um, like I said before, I have Mars in Gemini and Neptune has been squaring my Mars off and on for the past several years. And, um, on a physical level, I noticed that um, I went through a time where I was incredibly sensitive to smells. So any like perfume or an essential oil that just didn't resonate, it would like I would get taken out with migraines. So um, especially like processed chemicals and food, MSG, all of those things, um, just be really careful where our bodies are more sensitive during this time. Also, like for, you know, drinking, drugs, alcohol, even just medications, we're way more sensitive at this time. If you're having any weird reactions, check your medication, make sure that your medications that you're getting are actually yours. I've had that happen before to my dad um, at the pharmacy, he picked up the wrong medication. It was for someone else. And uh, he got very sick and thankfully he was okay, but these kinds of things can happen. And it's a, you know, it can be a genuine accident or a mistake, but it can cause damage. So just be careful, be really careful while driving. Do not get distracted while driving. Even eating can be terribly distracting while we're driving. Just focus on what we're focusing on. It's not worth hurting yourself or hurting anyone else. Okay. <laughs> um, also on October 12th, we have Mercury in Libra in opposition with Jupiter in Aries. So this is the third and final opposition between Mercury in Libra, Jupiter in Aries. So the other two times that we had this happen was on September 2nd, September 18th. And now this is the final um, Mercury Jupiter opposition. So this energy is we're wrapping up something, something that's been a problem or a theme all throughout the Mercury retrograde. We're like tying up loose ends now. We're setting things, we're setting things straight, setting it right. Um, hopefully just solving a problem. Again, that, that relationship axis is up. So tend to your partnerships, tend to your relationships. And if you're not into it anymore, let it go. Don't torture yourself or torture other people by stringing them along. It just does more damage to everyone in the long run. And it's not in their highest good. So on October 13th, we have Venus and Libra in conjuncting Uranus and Taurus. This is a, a frustrating aspect, something, again, something that's supposed to be nice and sweet and wonderful just really doesn't go that way. Um, it can be shocks, disruptions and relationships, just people changing their values, changing what they want. Okay. October 14th, we have Venus and Libra in a trine with Saturn and Aquarius. So I love that after the planets have been in conjuncting Uranus, they trine Saturn. So Saturn's there like, I got you. It's okay. You'll be all right. Um, you know, like it's just forget them. I am here. I'll support you through this time. So Venus and Saturn are beautiful and harmonious. Um, this is a time to get, get it right on your relationship. So I've seen a lot of proposals with this energy and that's a really beautiful time for that because Venus in Libra is about love and relationships and partnerships. Saturn in Aquarius is about stability, long-term connections. On October 16th, we have the sun in Libra in conjuncting Neptune and Pisces. Um, 
And this is also the day that Mercury clears its retrograde shadow. So this kind of, this day feels like there could be initially some information that comes out and then like, oh no, that's wrong, misinformation. Um, and then their story gets set straight later on. So um, so do watch out if you have any important like paperwork to sign, you have any important things coming up on this day. Um, just keep an eye on it, double check everything. Um, if you're hearing information, you may not hear the truth initially, and then the truth comes out later on. Um, I'm so excited <laughs> for Mercury to clear its retrograde shadow. Um, it has been a doozy of a Mercury retrograde, and I'm, I look forward to seeing it uh, move into the past. On October 17th, we have the fourth quarter phase of the moon. So now the moon is waning. And as the moon wanes, we're kind of letting go of this like whole cycle that we've been in since the eclipses last year. And then we, you know, we're, this is a big drain, a big release. And then the following lunation we have will be the new moon, solar eclipse in Scorpio. So, um, so yeah, for this fourth quarter moon, October 17th, just release, clear out, cleanse. Um, you can do a physical cleanse. Just make sure if you're on medication, you have any pre-existing health conditions, you speak with your doctor um, or dietitian, your whoever guides you on those topics. Um, we'll have Venus and Libra in conjuncting Neptune and Pisces. Um, this is a little concerning <laughs> um, when Venus and Libra is in any kind of an aspect with Neptune. Um, something that seems too good to be true probably is. It's the rose-colored glasses. It's where we find out lies or secrets or deceit. Um, you know, the, the wool pulled over our eyes gets like, you know, pulled back. And so um, just kind of protect yourself, protect your energy. Um, again, be careful with drugs and alcohol, medications. It's just a time that things, you know, may not go perfectly well. Um, and sometimes with this aspect too, like, it's good to go on the ride. It's good to dream. It's good to, um, as long as you know that as you keep your feet on the ground, but then like let yourself daydream, uh, fantasize about something. This is a good aspect for that. Also watch the spending on this day. Uh, Venus, Neptune aspects could make it seem like a great idea. And then you're like, I just spent a thousand dollars on a purse, you know, and, and that's fine if you can, if you, if you got it like that, but you know, um, not everyone does. And then the reality later on, you know, it may not be as sweet as it seemed in the moment. <clears throat> also on October 17th, we have the sun in Libra in a trine with Mars in Gemini. So this aspect is very social. It's fun. It's flirtatious. Have a good time. Connect with your loved ones. Celebrate. Just enjoy yourself. It's a beautiful aspect. On September 8th, not September, on October 18th, we have Venus in Libra in a trine with Mars and Gemini, another beautiful aspect, really good for relationships and passion. Um, tell someone you love them, reach out, um, you know, go after your crush on this day. It's, a, it's just a beautiful time for, uh, for love and relationships. On October 19th, we have the sun in Libra in a square with Pluto in Capricorn. So from here on throughout the month, things definitely get uh, crunchy. <laughs> um, all the planets in Libra begin to square Pluto and Capricorn. This is just intense energy. This is where that warning I gave at the beginning of the video to like, be careful, make sure you feel safe. Um, again, if you're like, you know, if you're meeting someone new, take your time, like, don't go crazy in it. I just watched the uh, Jeffrey Dahmer Netflix series and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, not exactly that kind of stuff, but it could be just 
protect yourself, be safe. Um, we don't want any, any craziness like that happening ever again. So uh, October 19th, the sun in Libra squares Pluto and Capricorn. Um, we can see big changes with leaders, um, maybe people passing away, stepping down, um, like company CEOs, uh, bosses, authority figures, you know, something could come out around this time. Um, any legal cases that are up during this time. Uh, this is a little concerning because um, with the squares to Pluto, it could be like justice was not served. Um, and with Mars retrograde in Gemini, it's like, you know, we didn't get the whole truth and justice wasn't served. So hopefully it's not anything like that. But um, anytime that the sun is squaring Pluto, it's like, it can be a power struggle. So like stand in your power. Um, don't allow yourself to be bullied. Bullies will definitely be out in force with this kind of energy. On the same day on October 19th, um, Mercury in Libra will oppose Chiron in Aries. So the information, things coming out, things said could be just really hurtful. Um, definitely, this, this I feel like this is going to be like a rough day for relationships and partnerships. Um, there's just a lot happening and things can get, you know, pretty brutal at this time. Watch your words, connect into healing words, listen to affirmations on this day. Um, even if things are falling apart in your life, even more importantly, like connect into what makes you feel good. You are, if we're not okay, nothing else is okay in our lives. So take good care of yourself. Take good care of your mental health, your emotional health. Get away from people and situations that are abusive, angry, um, attacking. Just get away from it. On October 20th, Venus and Libra will square Pluto and Capricorn. Um, again, this is really intense. Definitely some underworld kind of energy um, with Venus square Pluto. If you, again, if you're meeting someone new, do not go on a trip with them. Do not go, do not be alone with them yet. Like take your time, get to know them. Let your spidey senses um, communicate to you about what's really going on here. Not saying that this person would you know, absolutely be hurtful or, you know, manipulative to you. But the Venus Pluto square is definitely about power struggles. It can often be linked to rape, uh, violence against women, domestic violence. So just be really careful, uh, like a vengeful ex or something like that. Watch your back, be careful. Um, Venus Pluto squares can also bring up um, issues around women, around prominent women. Uh, so I've been following this Venus Pluto story, um, especially closely since last year. Um, last December, Venus retrograded in Capricorn and was off and on meeting up with Pluto. And so um, this is a closing square for that Venus Pluto energy. And so Venus is, you know, Venus really had to um, stand in her power and be strong and kind of stand up to Pluto within that retrograde and like had to accept that things were being like broken down or let go of. And so as Venus has moved around the chart, she really grew strong and like the feminine energy really grew strong um, throughout this year. And so this is kind of like a final exam, you know, like again, for the feminine energy about power, about claiming power. And we've seen <laughs> since last year, I mean, there's been a lot happening around 
women and our, you know, sovereignty and rights for our bodies, rights for our life, for our health. And, um, and these themes could be up again in a really big way. So keep an eye on it. And, um, you know, again, like we're in voting time, voting season, if you're not registered to vote, like make sure that you register to vote. It doesn't matter who you vote for, what you do. Um, I, I, I'm not interested in controlling people, but it is important to have a voice especially for women, <laughs> like, especially for women, because we haven't been allowed to have a voice for so long. And in so many other countries, as we're seeing, women still are not encouraged to have a voice. And even in this country, women are not encouraged to have a voice. So, um, so be strong, stand up for, stand up for yourself, stand up for, for your daughters, stand up for your sisters, your wives, your mothers. All right, on October 22nd, the uh, Mercury in Libra, well, in conjunct Uranus and Taurus. So um, this can be like an upgrade that goes wrong. Again, our value systems are being challenged, kind of a bit of discord, um, maybe a little bit of miscommunications. Um, okay, and then also on October 22nd, we have the sun in Libra in a conjunction with Venus in Libra. So on this day, we have the Kazemi. So all month long, Venus has been combust the sun, meaning she's been building up to the sun. The closer Venus gets to the sun, not only is she not visible in the morning sky anymore, but she's been getting burnt and purified by the rays of the sun. So Venus is going through this intense process of, of being burnt in the rays of the sun. And anyone that's had a sunburn knows how uncomfortable this can be. Venus rules the feminine energy. So on this day, on October 22nd, Venus meets the sun. It is a sacred moment. She is purified and protected by the sun. And it's like she's in the heart of the sun. It's like the sacred honey <laughs> in the sun. And, and the sun gives her that soothing, cooling balm. And again, as I said earlier, it's interesting because Venus is at home in Libra. Venus rules Libra. She's strong there. The sun is in detriment in Libra. The sun is not strong in Libra. So in this Kazemi, it's almost like Usually the, in the Kazemi moments, the sun can give of more to the planet. But in this one, maybe even like Venus is giving some of her power, some of her strength to the sun as well. So it's this beautiful exchange of energy and this harmonizing of energy with Venus and the sun. This also marks the halfway point of the Venus direct cycle. Venus will go retrograde in the summer of 2023. And that's a whole other story. Um, what is also... Um, important to note is that um, Venus meeting the sun begins a new hundred year cycle around this Venus Kazemi. And because Venus is at home in Libra, this should really be a, a time of sweetening for relationships, for partnerships, finding our true partnerships. Um, over the past hundred years, it was the Venus Scorpio energy and uh, um, that was about and Venus is in detriment in Scorpio. So the relationship stuff has been hard and challenging and, and um, sometimes um, obsessive or deeply empowering or transformational. But now it's a sweeter tone to this energy. It's a lighter tone. It's a sweeter tone. It's more considerate of our relationships, of our partnerships. So hopefully, you know, we move forward into a more harmonious, loving time. Um, all right. Also, on October 22nd, Mercury and Libra will trine Saturn and Aquarius. So this is a great day for um, like legal agreements. It's a great day for um, signing important paperwork to um, harmonizing with other people, 
um, making like a plan, making a really solid plan that will help you grow and support you into the future. So if you have a business, maybe this can be where you write your business plan. Maybe you review and tweak your business plan. Also your business code of ethics. This is a really good time to review these things, your core values in your business. What do you have going on? And you know, you are your business. So um, for yourself, like, are your values in alignment with your work? Are, are your actions in alignment with your values? You know, looking at all of these things are really important and, and beautiful for personal growth and progress in life. On October 23rd, this is a huge day. Um, Saturn will station direct Saturn is preparing to move into the sign of Pisces in March. So again, here we are in October, setting up the tone for next year, for March. Um, also on this day, Venus will enter Scorpio. Venus is said to be in detriment in Scorpio. And I think this comes very much from ancient astrology uh, because the sign of Scorpio is like deep and penetrating and sexual. And Venus in Scorpio, like men did not want women to be powerful and sexual. And um, I mean, they do, but they don't. So, uh, so Venus in Scorpio like claims this like sexual goddess power. Um, also on October 23rd, the sun enters Scorpio. So now the sun is in the sign of Scorpio. The sun is all about you know, getting in there. Scorpio likes to go deep under the surface. It's a time for passion, a time for power, a time for personal power. We start to feel that Halloween energy creeping in now that the sun is in Scorpio. And truly Scorpio is um, really great about divination, about, you know, what's seeing what's truly there, seeing behind the veil. And so um, this is a time when and we can see what's truly there with someone. We can see what's what they um what their true intentions are we can feel it we can sense it really trust your intuition all right on october 25th we have the solar eclipse at two degrees of scorpio this is a really powerful eclipse it's a really intense eclipse venus is with the sun and moon on this eclipse Venus just had her Kazemi moment and now she's traveling along with the sun and moon and gets caught up in this, in this passionate, powerful solar eclipse energy. This is a south node eclipse. So the south node has been in Scorpio, cleaning out, clearing out that scorpionic part of our charts, digging up all the dirt. And so um, with this new moon eclipse, new moons are about new beginnings. So, and solar eclipses are all about new beginnings and, and beginnings that can um, grow and develop over time. So we have to clear something out. Something needs to be removed in order for this new seeding of the sun, moon, and Venus, this eclipse, like what, what's going to grow in the future. So don't be afraid to, to cut off, to clear out, to remove things from your life um, in order to welcome in the new. All right. Also on this uh, solar eclipse on October 25th, we have Venus in Libra in conjuncting Neptune in Pisces. So there can be a bit of um, illusion, delusion. Maybe we're not too sure what's true, what's not true. And truly on a day like this, we just want to sit back. We do not want to, under eclipses, you know, we may not want to take charge or jump in headfirst into something. Um, we need more information. We need um, we need more time to discern. And so um, don't get carried away. There's going to be a lot coming out around this eclipse. Don't get carried away on it just yet. Um, more clarity will come in the next day or so. 
on October 26th, we have Venus in Libra and trine with Mars and Aries. So this is where we get the clarity. So Venus in Libra, trining Mars and and I'm sorry, not Mars and Aries, Mars and Gemini. Um, so the, the information is coming out. Mars is stationary now. Mars will be going retrograde in a couple of days. So Mars and Gemini is stopped in the sky saying, this is the information. This is what is happening. That Mercury and Libra energy is like, okay, okay. Like balancing the scales, like taking in the information, readjusting, recalibrating the, um, the calculations. On October 27th, we have Mercury in Libra in a square with Pluto and Capricorn. Um, this is a really big day because this is also when Jupiter is at zero degrees of Aries, which is a world point. Mercury in Libra in square with Pluto and Capricorn. Mercury rules the news and the media, again, the legal systems. This is where, um, you know, with legal situations, maybe justice is not served, maybe um, something like scathing, truthful information comes to the surface. Um, this is kind of down and dirty. Again, it's a big time for bullies and bullying, um, uh, people being very aggressive with their words, with their actions. So just watch your back. You know, around eclipses, it's always kind of a good idea to sort of lay low. Um, I mean, of course, like if we if we have work to do, if we have things happening in the world, we have to be out there. But watch your back because this energy can you know, can be biting or stinging at times. On uh, October 28th, Jupiter will re-enter Pisces. So Jupiter has been in the sign of Aries since May 10th. And now on October 28th, Jupiter moves back into Pisces to wrap up its work there. So Jupiter will re-enter Aries on December 20th. And uh, so Jupiter's wrapping up that storyline at the final degrees of Pisces. Um, I find this a little concerning because those final degrees of Pisces are very intense. Um, it's like a deep water sign. And so um, because Mars is preparing to retrograde in a square to Neptune, and then now we have the um, both rulers of Pisces back in the sign of Pisces. Again, they don't come together exactly, but by sign, they're close. And actually, they, they do get pretty close to each other because Neptune is at around the end degrees of Pisces now. So um, this can be very dangerous um, with things around the ocean, with water, um, accidents on the water. Uh, I, I always see that the Coast Guard is very active um, anytime that Neptune is active, but especially sent with this um, incoming square to Mars energy. Um, I live in the Virgin Islands, so we're surrounded by water. And since Mars has been in the sign of Aries, um, I've noticed the Coast Guard has been around a, a lot more. Like there's constantly helicopters or people searching for people who got lost at sea, um, you know, boats turning up with no one in them and then a big search, but they don't find anyone, these kinds of things. So I will say that if you are going swimming, you're going surfing, you're going diving, you're going fishing, make sure you have a buddy system, make sure you're not alone, make sure you have your own back, that you have life jackets, you have food, um, especially like diving, do not go diving alone. It is so dangerous. I, or, I, I mean, and, and I know people do it. I know people that do it. And this is not the time to take risks with those kinds of things. Like it's just a dangerous energy. And so like, be careful, be safe. If not for yourself, do it for your loved ones, do it for the people that care about you. All right. Um, where are we on 
October 29th, we have Mercury in Libra in conjuncting Jupiter and Pisces. So Jupiter isn't really getting a warm reception um, in Pisces. It just entered Pisces the day before. And now the following day, Mercury in Libra is confronting Jupiter and Pisces. So um, this can be a time where we're wondering if we're getting the truth. We may not be getting the truth. It's a time of cover-ups. Um, this won't last long because right after Mercury has that in conjunction to Jupiter, Mercury enters Scorpio. And so now Mercury will be in a sign-based trine to Jupiter and Pisces. So where like someone may have lied when Mercury goes into Scorpio, we get the truth. Mercury and Scorpio is going to dig and dig till it gets all the information that it was looking for, that it knew was there all along. And I love Mercury and Scorpio. It's very deep and penetrating. Again, great for divination, great for magic, great for tuning into your personal power. Scorpio season is all about personal power. People that have trouble with Scorpio energy are people who are not in touch with their personal power. They have not been able to dig deep to do that shadow work to really get in there, get down and dirty with it and enjoy <laughs> that feeling of, of deep, profound healing. So on October 30th, Mars stations retrograde in Gemini at 25 degrees and 36 minutes. Mars will be retrograde in Gemini until January 11th, 2023. It will station direct at eight degrees and eight minutes of Gemini. So Mars, this Mars retrograde is now answering to Mercury and Scorpio. Um, Mercury and Scorpio is just really intense and this is a time where I do not recommend making enemies. <laughs> um, Mercury in Scorpio um, with Mars and Gemini answering to Mercury in Scorpio. This is energy about being calculating, being cunning, um, cal or vengeful. It's also a time for deep healing. And I mean, if you're looking for the truth, you can get the truth during this time. Like all the information is there and Mercury and Scorpio is more than happy to spill the tea. <laughs> so um, yeah, there's lots, there's lots going on here. Um, this is a really important time for protection work, protect yourself. This is right the day before Halloween. So again, the veils are thin between the worlds. We want to make sure Colin that that light energy, that angelic energy, we want to call in our protection, our guides, we want to connect to the ancestors and ask them to continue to have our back and to support us and to encourage positivity into our lives. Um, I this is not a Halloween where I would be like inviting in any like creepy energy any Halloween costumes, keep them on the positive side, keep them on the lighter side. Um, when we attract in that dark energy or that like, you know, scary thing, scary energy, we become a magnet for it. So the best way to, um, to fight against it is to not invite those things into our lives. So keep it happy, keep it positive, um, you know, and just take good care of yourself. Uh, all right, October 31st is Halloween. Happy Samhain to everyone that celebrates it. Um, this is, um, the Samhain is the witch's new year. And so I think it's really beautiful that we have the witch's new year beginning in a time of growing darkness, because when you plant a seed, that plant does not grow in the light. That plant grows in the darkness and we are the seed. We are that plant that will grow. So um, Samhain is a time where the, the veil is thin between the worlds. We can kind of see that other side in order to remember that 
that's where we come from and that's where we go back to. So this is a time of extreme power, extreme magic. Tap into the good things, invite in the good things. Even though it's a time of growing darkness, we wanna remember that light, but we also want to be comfortable in the dark because a lot of life involves darkness. And so we need to know how to navigate those spaces and not get lost in the negative side of darkness. So yeah, tap into your power, tap into your ancestors, make an ancestral altar, even if that makes you feel good. Um, and, and plan for the year ahead. It's the witch's new year. So plan your garden for the year ahead. Plan your magical workings for the year ahead. Things that will help you to grow and to develop. Also pray for protection for the people around you that, that need help. And most importantly, you know, hopefully we don't have a lot of enemies, but if you have enemies, if you have people that have been opposing you, make sure to make time to pray for them as well. Um, if everyone is happy, we won't attack each other. So if we're praying for the happiness of our opponents or of our enemies, that's the most important thing. And uh, that that will lead all of us to, to being more happy, you know, um, pray for them to achieve their highest good. And that will never conflict with your highest good, because their highest good is for them and your highest good is for you. So tap into that energy, invite that love and light back into your life. Um, even though we're in a time of darkness, the dark is beautiful. It's a place of, of richness and growth, a place of new life. All new life begins in the darkness. So we shouldn't be afraid of that space. And it's it's really the, the dark parts of ourselves and the darker parts of our lives can, can really use some purification. And so the South Node in Scorpio right now is kind of helping us to get comfortable in that place, but to clear out the crap. You know, we don't, we don't need that garbage <laughs> in our lives to... Um, for any purpose, we're just dragging it along, really. So take out the trash, take out the garbage, cut those people out of your lives that are not interested in your highest good, but pray for them, pray that they find their path, they find their way back to their own happiness, to their true intention in this life. So I hope everyone has a very safe and a very happy October. November is another big month. Um, we have the lunar <laughs> eclipse on election day it's a gnarly day in general um lots of change happening in the world all around us um so you know like i've been saying this is a time to dig deep really dig deep figure out what's important to you now what are your new values now after everything that we've been through we're in a different place than we've ever been before so again like how do we plan for that prosperous future how do we plan for that happy future so i wish everyone all the best happy october happy Samhain, happy mars retrograde and may it be in our highest good our collective highest good i wish everyone lots of love and lots of peace Thank you.